Oh. <laughs> ah. Ah. Be in this bitch. Hey, go ahead. Bless the mic. Go ahead. <laughs> Look. Yo, my rhymes is tight. My mic is not. <laughs> nah, nah. You know what I'm talking about. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tell me you in the studio. Yeah, I'm in the. Oh. Hold on, baby. I'm in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I'm in the studio. Hey, hey, uh, just, just put the game in the bag. Just, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the studio. I'm in the studio. Hold on. Yo, the last episode of the season. The last, the last episode of the season, and I finally got a microphone. Yeti, Best Buy, y'all came through for your boy. Um, I had to go to South Lake Mall to get a damn microphone from uh, a Best Buy that had a microphone left. But shout out to uh, South Lake Mall. And I'm a, as a child of the South Side, I love um, taking my ass down at it that way anyway so uh shout out to the good people down in morrow uh for looking out for me and giving me what i needed there is so much to talk about today a, a, a bunch of i've caught up there on shows is. there's been news and a whole bunch of other shit a whole a whole bunch of, where, oh where you want to start out with what you want to start with <sighs> look i can i can do that with full clarity now because <laughs> um, there's plenty of news oh my god um, there's there's nerd shit going on Breonna Taylor's family then settled uh, well the police then settled with Breonna Taylor's family I just read something about uh, Kendrick Johnson's uh, a witness in Kendrick Johnson's murder coming forward, or the brother of the, a lot of shit. I don't know. Uh, you, you, you pick right. a spot. Do you have five hundred dollars? Five hundred dollars. What's going on for five hundred dollars? Talk yeah. to me. That's how much that PlayStation Five go cost. November twelfth. Five hundred for the what? for the disc joint. Four hundred for the discless. And guess what? What's up? I'm be right in the front. It'll be right outside. I'm gonna be in. The, I'm be right outside. When listen, the interesting thing that has been coming up in the news in terms of PlayStation is how much they're gonna have to sell. So apparently, there have been rumors of them cutting supply um, due to COVID and manufacturing, so they might not have enough. They were doing that yeah. weird raffle pre-order thing so it's going to be interesting because the xbox drops on the 10th playstation 5 two days later on the 12th both the big consoles the series x and the ps5 or 500 we're gonna see what's going on this takes me back to when uh was it kanye and 50 cent had the same release day and they wanted to battle to see who would sell the most that sounds right. This this is this is this is it's going down. It's going to be interesting. Um who's gonna sell the most by like the next Tuesday or Wednesday? Because five hundred dollars in today's climate is not uh anything to sneeze at. 
So it'll be it'll be interesting to see if everyone has like has their life together for a PS5. You done got all compassionate on the people for the uh <laughs> you got compassionate on the people for the last episode. You feeling sentimental? Oh yeah, look, I, I am, man. Listen, y'all ain't broke like bro niggas no more. <laughs> yeah. Oh now. Oh now. Well, you know, today. Uh, oh, wait. Well, well, don't don't worry now. Before, hey, <laughs> we just, it's the few, first few minutes of the last. Hey, listen, we go get there. Look, don't, I'm piss don't worry. I'm going to by the time it's over. <laughs> I'm your well, friend listen. right now. Right. Uh, it, Man, it, I just, yeah, go ahead. I'll say in, in other money making news. Uh, So hit me to this because I didn't do all the reading. Brianna Taylor's family got twelve million. Is that what's going 12. on? Twelve, yeah, they got twelve from the. And now I'm getting my cities mis- mixed up because where was Brianna Taylor? Not in was she in Minneapolis too? I know George Floyd was in Minneapolis, and then uh, let's look it up. Uh, there's so much. I know, you know, like okay, I know Sandra Bland was in Houston or was it Dallas? I know, I'm for. Sometimes I slip on which plot of Florida Trayvon Martin was in. The shit is happening so much that it's hard to keep track of everybody. I'm doing good to remember names at this point, which which is uh, a Louisville. Shit. It was in Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville, Kentucky. So yeah, the Louisville Police Department paid twelve million dollars. Uh, ben Crump did his Ben Crump thing again and got them their money. People have mixed feelings about it uh, because. But what about the police? that shot her well them getting the money is the result of a civil case in the as a criminal matter no one has been convicted yet um last time i checked the officers had been fired um you know, it took way too long to get that done. But last time I checked, they had been, they had in fact been fired. If I'm even remembering that correctly. Um, but the criminal case um, is still lagging. And still lagging. If I was to guess, people are saying this ain't fair, or that this is like hush money, or what? What's what's the reaction? People are. Oh, people people think it's hush money. People think it's uh, people think it's hush money. People think that it is technically, legally, right, procedurally. Uh, there are two separate cases: a civil case and a criminal case. Technically, it doesn't mean that these people can't be uh, that these people can't be convicted. Mm-hmm. Uh, what usually happens is that or what often happens is that the terms of a settlement uh, preclude certain people from testifying or pursuing any further damages. Um, But again, who knows? I'm no legal scholar. It could be that the state, if the state was willing it could be that the state could go ahead and press charges and move forward, you know, as separate, as a completely separate entity from the people who accepted the settlement anyway. But yeah. again, the police 
are the state. So, so, <laughs> so there's that part. So let me ask you this, right? You, mm-hmm. you, you old man tilt now, right? You got tilt junior and Tayana, right? And uh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> one of them is killed by the police, right? Mm-hmm. You're mad. Uh, you hired Ben Crump, and oh, you get Jesus. twelve million dollars as a. Neither of us are parents, so we're 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 definitely shooting hypotheticals here. But when you think about it that way, is is that how do you feel? Like how do, how do you feel? Is it is it? Do you feel justified? Do you feel like this is enough? Do you feel because on the one hand, it's twelve million dollars. So I had a conversation uh with my homeboy the other day. Okay. And he was talking about how when somebody makes an attempt at a an attempt at making something right, there's a certain Okay, okay. You fell out for a second, but you back now. What's up? Okay. I tried to, I tried to do things, y'all. Look, we this is a self-produced show. <laughs> uh, we are we are self-producing this, y'all. So some technical shit will happen. Keep that in mind, and and mind your business. Um, but my homeboy was talking about we were we were hanging out. At a black business, we had an experience <laughs> at that black business, and we started talking about what it would be like to make it right. Uh, and we had an experience, and I was uh, I was being uh, I was being that customer, right? And I wasn't doing I wasn't doing the most. I wasn't getting into it with nobody and like that. But I was I was being that customer, and Again? he he was nigga. <laughs> <laughs> ever, since, yo, ever since you made fun of that dude uh, on on the line, you been... <laughs> what what happened? What I do? I said ever since we talked about old boy going ham, talking about you gonna do this to me when you come back. You better come back with my food. Ever since... yeah, right. And I've been having experiences, man. Listen, <laughs> and I should have I shouldn't have never talked bad about him because now he didn't whatever uh, whatever juju he got access to. <laughs> When he, when he, right, when he slipped into that accent, wherever that accent came from, whatever chicken foot, whatever chicken foot, whatever root he Yo. reached into to get that accent, that nigga put it on me and said, oh, you think that shit funny? Let's see how you handle it. And ever since then, every, but I've had some good experiences. And the place where we were, the business we were patronizing. I still love them and I'm going to, I'm going to go back. I mean, I, uh, I had talked to the owner, um, that night, um, not even about the experience, right. About the fact that I was just going to be bringing some more folk. Um, but you know, so I, I love them and I'm going to go back and hopefully as, uh, hopefully the more I share that kind of, love and abundance and forgiveness i can start erasing the juju because i think that nigga put some on me uh, but but we were sitting there my homeboy was talking to, 
about you know how we handle things like that. And he was saying, yeah, you know, some and sometimes when somebody comes, because I was saying this, like, let me just see, okay, let me see what y'all do. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna leave y'all alone. I'm not gonna get into it with nobody in here. I'm not gonna, because y'all know, y'all know there's a and and let me say this as a I am a business owner. And I have had Siri. Why is Siri talking to me? Bitch. And you can't. Is there how do you turn her off? I don't know. I thought, I thought, damn, can do not disturb apply to her. She she all in the podcast. I'm sorry, I didn't get that. She, I didn't say I didn't, I didn't say nothing to sound like her name. So look. So uh She's doing it again. Uh-oh. How do I... Siri, go to sleep. Hey, Siri, go to sleep. She literally just said I can't sleep. That's hilarious. So, that's a little strange. Anyway, so I am a a business owner, right? Mm-hmm. And we have challenges, too. Me and, my, me and my business, we have challenges. Things happen. Uh, that comes with the territory, right? So, you know, I when I'm in a situation where I'm having an experience, I can relate. I'm like, hey, something's happening. I and I feel you, but okay, now what? <laughs> yeah. And my home and what my homeboy was saying was sometimes when somebody comes back with the now what, sometimes it's just a simple, that ain't enough. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the question is, is that 12 million? It, what does it look like to even start asking the question whether or not that's enough? Right? What does it even mean? What kind of context? What kind of lens? What kind of frame I, of understanding the yeah. world do you need to have to even to even understand if 12 million is a lot because realistically for a whole lot of black folk, that's a life changing amount of money. It is. It is. That's, that's, that's life changing for regardless of race. That's life changing for a lot of people. For well, most people, for, for, for most, most people, people on the face of the planet, $12 million is cash? a life changing amount of money. Like just lump sum 12. You see? So what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is I get why people I get why people are frustrated with the acceptance of the settlement. Although again, there are some things that a settlement doesn't necessarily mean technically, right? Mm-hmm. But I get why some people are frustrated. I do. Because they did everything yeah. but arrest the cops that killed Breonna Taylor. Yeah, that's correct. You gave Everything, money, but, but you couldn't. <laughs> well, you also look at you also look at this. The family, and I'm, you know, and I hate that I hate that it can come to this, right? But if I'm an attorney for the police, I'm coming to the family and saying, putting them in jail will not bring your daughter back, will not bring your sister back. When I bring your mother back, when I bring your cousin back, 
and you will still wake up and go to bed with the same amount of money you had. Or the one thing that you can change in your life is taking this $12 million and going on about your business and leaving us the fuck alone. And I hate that it comes to that. But what do you say when you're sitting in the room and you're really thinking about the fact that at the end of the day, this is our family. And this is us we're thinking about. And, you know, this is Louisville, Kentucky. And Atlanta ain't perfect, but this but this yeah. Louisville, Kentucky, right? Like the chances are a black family could really use twelve million dollars. Mm-hmm. Um you know, so my opinion on that, I don't really have I there's not really much I can say to or about the people for taking their money. Um uh, I'm I can't like, really what say what, what you know like we I think <laughs> the funny thing till is junior, we, till junior or till Tiana I would I might have to I might have to uh, look speak to them that night and, and thank them <laughs> for bringing me that 12 million dollars I, I look at it like this you know we always we are in a habit you know in terms of social media of always talking about what we would do you know, I would, I shit, I do this. You know what I'm saying? Everybody would beat somebody ass. That's what. That's like. This is like the like the the bar, right? It's like, uh-huh. well, let that shit happen to me though. Like, but in in reality, it's like we never. It sit, don't be like that. It, one, it don't be like that. But two, you know, what is it that they want? What were they looking for? What is it that will bring peace and solace to them? Like whatever that is, is what they need and that's what you know what i'm saying like i don't i I haven't followed it as closely as other people so i'm not gonna sit up here and say i know what they wanted i don't know if they ever said what they really wanted i think for most people who and i don't know if we asked them yeah did we ask them what they wanted or did we just talk about what we wanted and i'm not saying that to say we i'm not saying that to criticize the people who are criticizing them but like you, I'm I'm agreeing with you, right? Yeah. We 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 stay talking about what we would do. But 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 for so many people, and I've been around people, and we've all been around people who've lost someone. Most times, it's just grief. Like you're not even thinking mm-hmm. about, you know, what's going on. You know, what's this or what's that? You know, imagine, you know, when you, you know, a few episodes back when you were talking about when, uh, you lost your family member, and. Mm-hmm. It's like now imagine 250 cameras in front of your face and people screaming at you, Till, we gotta get justice. We gotta and you might be like, I don't want shit. I just wanna I wanna go yeah. home. I want I wanna go home. I want everybody and everything to leave me the fuck alone for a year. And yeah. y'all not let me do that. And the best, and you know an easy way to do that? It's to go on an all expense paid trip with your twelve million dollars to Tulum, bitch. No, to Tulum. <laughs> we in Tulum, bitch. 
<laughs> I just fucked up a serious part. <laughs> we had to look. Um, uh, man, listen. Uh, yeah, so, you know, still, you know what I'm saying? I hope that, I hope it all gets worked out. I hope justice is brought. You, you know, the, the fear that I've always had with all of these things that have been going on is mm-hmm. like, and I remember, I, I think Banner had said this one time, and I'm going to paraphrase it because I don't, I don't, I want to say this is what he said, but I could mess it up. So, but basically, like, we have, we have, we have thrown our focus all over the place and we never, it feels like we never check back in. And so, you know, the questions I'm always wondering is like all these cases and, you know, we want all these arrests. It's always like, what, what happens to these, what happens to these people after, you know, the focus is off of the case, you know, Mm -hmm. um, what happens? uh, What was my man who was jogging? Um, and for, for, forgive me. I know forgive. down in Brunswick, Georgia. But okay, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, too too many, too he, many. He he was he was murdered, right? People, yeah. Have Hunted. they gone? Have they gone to jail? You know what I'm saying? Like these are the questions that I'm like, did we make sure that they went to jail before? You know what I'm saying? It's like we mm-hmm. there's so many of them that like my fear is like. <laughs> In the, in the at the end of the day, nothing happened to anybody, and we did not pay that any attention, and it's back to business as usual. It's well, as long as we get people thinking about something else, we can do what we need to do in the court system. We'll drag it out. We'll let everybody forget. Then we'll give you a slap on the wrist, and no one's gonna pick it up. No one's gonna come back and and wonder what happened to you and. You know this, that, and the third. So let me ask you to break it right on down. Why is why is that important? Besides the, I I get why it's morally important. I get why, but why why do you think that's important? Why do you think it's important for something to happen? Why does the consequence matter? I think if for me, if we're to be taken seriously, we gotta fight like we gotta follow through. And I'm with you. Whatever follow through means, and we, I mean, like all of us, right? Like I'm including everyone in this, the entire coalition. We got to see one thing all the way to the finish line. And, and, and that's important because that just means if something else happens, if something happens to me, you know, knock on wood, something happens to you, knock on wood, uh, that, Oh, well, don't worry about that, cause ain't that happening to me. Yeah, we we gonna put you on the shirt. We gonna remember you. We gonna hashtag you. But over time, we'll never make sure that it was finished to completion. We'll finish it to a degree, but then it's time to move on and let the justice system, quote unquote, do its thing. So I I I just have this thing where I'm like, you I, know, I agree with you that it is, and I agree with you that it's important, right? I um. So, okay, I agree with you that it's important. Consequences are deterrents, right? Yeah. Consequences make people think the fuck twice. Uh, One of my favorite things to do is walk around our great city and look at white folk. You can always tell the white folk who are visiting. Mm -hmm. You can always tell. I mean, and 
Asian and Latin, you know, anybody. You can always tell the non-black people who are visiting Atlanta. There's just a way they look around and they say, damn, it's a lot of them. <laughs> and then there's always a, damn, it's a lot of them. And then there's a, oh, let me say this. You can always tell the people who have to check themselves as they walk around Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Which is always interesting, right? Like it's, because, it really is black here. <laughs> well, because if you're not somebody who's used to even thinking about cutting up, you might not actually cut up back home, but you know you're free to do it back home. Yeah. And here you have to make sure you don't. Unless you go outside you, 285. Yeah. And you and you get that as soon as you step your ass out on the street and walk around downtown or even midtown Buckhead, it's still just a lot of black folk, even in the even in the heavily populated areas or uh you know, shopping centers and commerce centers that are not necessarily in black neighborhoods. And so that even the even the imagined consequences mm-hmm. that are, that people just string together themselves in their heads are a deterrent, right? Yeah. So I get what you're saying that if there were hard consequences that are handed down every time something like this happens, then it makes people think twice and it makes people fall in line. But the other side of that is niggas is tired. Yeah. Niggas is tired. And it's, and I'm saying that as somebody who, uh, in a, in a lot of ways, for a lot of reasons, in a lot of areas of my life, fight myself to keep pushing when I'm tired, right? Um, but the truth is that a lot of people are tired, and there's a there's a fatigue that comes with being outraged all the time. The- let me tell your, you something. I think your body, I think your body and your mind protect you from from constantly being. Yeah, because it'll fuck you up. You know what? Here's something I've been like trying, like that I've had to come to terms with over the past couple weeks. Just watching, like, because we're gonna talk about Lovecraft Country, but like Lovecraft Country, a couple. Because my brother finally watched. <laughs> Listen, they grow up so fast, but what a father watch uh, Lovecraft Country. Listen, I'm I, I, gonna talk about that. I know, it's, but because it's, it's a lot with that. Um, <laughs> it's it, like my first night on Twitch. I know, is we haven't really moved too far from when my parents were growing up. Like, I used to watch, we've talked about this, I used to watch TV. And they show some shit like sit-ins and stuff like, and I'd be like, "Thank God we ain't gotta do that." And I'd be like, "When I think about it, they ain't never stop killing us. They ain't never stop doing this. It's the same fucking thing. Like, ain't shit changed, but us getting a little bit of bread. And but like, you know, when when they show like, in um, there's a scene in Lovecraft Country where uh, this white woman's walking. She was black, but she's white for a quick second. She's walking down the street, and this black kid bumps into her. Well, she bumps into the black kid, and the black kid's trying to help out. And the p- white police officers are like, "What are you doing? You hurt her!" And da 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 da. And he was like, "Nah, I'm just trying to help her out." And you see 
everyone watching it go down. And I'm like, the only thing that has changed is we have cell phones that record this shit, but we still, it's still the same shit. And I've just been like, I can't yeah. believe. Like, you know, they've tried to paint such a so you watched picture. you watched all the episodes. Yeah, I'm a, I'm I'm up. I'm I'm there. Yeah, I'm there. you 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 up. Yeah. Uh but it's just like, man, what the fuck? Like this like man. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Let's switch over to Love Crab Country. We can, you know, let's because because shout out because I'm like because I'm like nigga, shout out to do you need a hug, nigga? Shout out to you for watching all five episodes. Yo, of heavy that, ass, surreal ass Love Crab Country. That, um, that show is good and bad at the same damn time. So let's talk. So can we talk about? I have I have some technical issues. Let's let, listen. We I go, have some technical issues. We're going to pause right here and say, if you have not watched Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country, episodes one through five, you might want to go do that because we're going to talk about all of it. So if you're one of those You people, are really feeling... You are really feeling sentimental tonight. Listen, nigga, you giving spoiler warnings and everything. We did, we did that one time before. One time before. But we haven't spoiled anything since then. We haven't really talked yeah, about but your spoiler, but your spoiler warning was fuck y'all. We be spoiling shit. Oh, all right. Well, and on that no, note, nigga, hey, <laughs> no, hey. don't get hard about it now. Hey, listen, listen. It's a lot. It's a lot of growth that has come in these episodes. I uh, I love it. So, I think that that show is good and terrible. Because I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't know what it wants to be. I don't know if, if I'm watching an old show about race and a little bit of magic, or if I'm watching a magic show with a little bit of race in it. Because this shit all over the place. It so started I, out strong. The first two episodes were dope. I don't... Th- I have another friend who said it was all over the place. I don't think it's all over the place. What I think is... So my issues with it are some of the writing and some of the plot progression and then some of the there are some things in writing especially as it relates to like character development and then there's some things in in just the way some scenes unfold that are just weird to me. Uh, For example, Tick came back to town. Uh I think it's Chicago, right? Yeah. Uh, Tick came back to Chicago and everybody well first of all he walked which was like fucking jarring to me because i was like wait are we in the where are we at the beginning of this <laughs> so you walked. oh yeah when the other woman to chicago you this and is... probably walked that woman in her bags to wherever she was going and then walked from there to chicago <laughs> or however the fuck you got there however you got there. yeah um tick comes back to chicago one thing that wears me out in anything, show, movie, anything is um exceptional exceedingly expository dialogue. There's just a way that people naturally, realistically talk to each other in real life when they have a relationship, yeah, that would make it likely for them to have the same information, to know the same details about a certain thing. For example. If we go back to earlier in the quarantine and <sighs> Neil Long and Omar Epps made that movie. 
And, and we were watching that movie. And everybody was, um, you know, everybody was clowning. Oh, the acting, the, the, you know. But I was, what really was tearing me up was Neelon's character and her husband were sitting in their house. And they were talking about their daughter. And I think she was at Stanford or Berkeley or wherever. And they just kept saying, there was a way that they kept saying which school she attended. That just took me out of believing I was talk I was listening to people whose daughter went to college because you there are things that you just wouldn't always like why do you keep say. bringing this up? <laughs> and why do you keep naming the school? Yeah. It's like at some point you just say, uh, at school, we'll call the school. You see what I'm saying? This yeah. is where so in Lovecraft Country, Tick comes back to Chicago. Everybody's looking it everybody sees him and recognizes him and recognizes that he's on the other side of his glow up mm-hmm. and every single person who sees him and recognizes him and and acknowledges that he looks different describes how he looked when he was younger you mean the little nigga everybody, with the glasses is that the nigga with the glasses is that the skinny not skinny tick who had the coke bottle glasses is that coke bottle glasses skinny tick is that skinny tick is that glass bottle glass? i get it i know what he looked like like nobody said that's tick that ain't tick that can't be tick nobody uh, somebody would say in real life somebody would say Damn, that's Tick. Yeah. And leave it. Somebody will say, oh, shit. And leave it alone. Every single person went back to... If you've run into somebody who... Everybody knows if you've run into somebody in real life that you know from way back when, and they look drastically different. They got swole. They lost weight. They lost hair. They lost teeth. They white, they they done bleached their skin, whatever <laughs> looks different. I saw, man, I was walking, <laughs> I was walking in the West End. I was walking through Clark's campus one day years ago and ran into a nigga I knew from high school, and he had got big as a damn house. And before I knew anything, I said, "Damn, hey, <laughs> <laughs> damn, nigga, you big." But as I hell. didn't tell him. But I didn't tell him why I was saying that. He knew it and I knew it. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It just be like that sometimes. So I um, uh, you know, that's one thing that took me <laughs> yeah, out of it. Another know. thing <laughs> another thing that takes me out of it is there are some when they were, so let's get to the spoilery one. Another spoilery one. In I think episode four. They on the way to the that old Tomb Raider ass episode, whichever one it was. That should have felt like no, the it was Goonies. <laughs> it was it was four. That's what it was. The, yeah, the, Goonies. the Goonies episode. I'll tell you what. I remember it was four because baby, I remember three, three. So we're gonna get to three in a second because I want to take it back to the upswing because there are things, there are moments in this show that I absolutely love, and that's why I'm getting this part out the way because I still love this show. It's very fun to watch. I'm glad that they are giving us some real historic information. And I'm glad that they're bringing in some other things that I think we need to see and some other people need to see. But in episode four, they crossing that damn plank and somebody, the way they were carrying on on that goddamn plank, 
somebody's supposed to Ben fell off that plane. Or <laughs> Who the heck got balanced to jump like that? <laughs> he, they, they catching running bags and shit. <laughs> they they running. They dodging. Uh, they dodging guillotines or swinging axes and shit. Yo, they, nigga throwing bags yo, and catching bags. No, and then no, he caught a whole the nigga out that bag. I was like, nigga, did you even try? Nigga just hooked, Mont- held his hands yeah. out there and he just hit the tips like. You just even... hit the tip, and then Montrose ass uh, gonna jump from the ledge, and he told you better catch me, nigga. Like, and they and all they do is just oh, and I, shake a little bit, I and have, it's like nobody stumble. I have supreme issues with Montrose as a character. Why? What? What's going on? I don't like how they're like. One minute he's like the the old school like mean on you, daddy. The next minute he's kind of scary. Then the next minute he's like got these secrets, and I'm like, which way are you gonna pull this character? Like, which way? Now, when you say when you say scary, because people, you know, niggas use scary. When you say scary, you mean like cowardly, or do you mean like frightening? Because <laughs> oh, you know, oh, scary oh, means different things. I mean, old school, then like old scary, <laughs> like scary, nigga, yeah, scary. like okay, well, like when he know, was in the. But but this the thing. Four, he was but scared. Charles, you know. But I think that's. I think that's. I think that's good writing. Abusive niggas be scary. Mm, I just to me, it's 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 all had. What's what's bothering me about Do they this not? show? No, this this is true. But what's bothering me about this show is the pacing, like and how things are taking place. Like for instance. The first two episodes, I'm like, damn, nigga, like the uh, the uncle, nigga, like we were just getting to know him. Like there was that whole thing with the um the castle when they when they went to the Braithwaites. Yeah, Titus. To be, that to was, be fair, you know how HBO get down. I mean, that was Ned Stark. That's true, but I mean, Ned Stark had a few episodes. You know what I'm saying? Like it went a few weeks, and maybe it's because I watched them like together. But I'm just like. Mm-hmm. When I'm watching them, I'm like, damn, there was I felt like there was more to mine out of that situation um, that I was like, there was more you could have did here. And what I didn't like or what I haven't liked is I couldn't tell if this was a show that was following like one storyline or this was about to be the Twilight Zone, because when uh, Letty gets the house. It starts off. I'm like, did we fucking forget all that I just watched? And now they're no, in this I house. I don't think. It's, See, it's it just never weird. struck it's me not, as. Yeah. I, I I think there are a lot of plot elements. There are a lot of plot lines. There are a lot of themes going on. I think it is a salad of themes and plot lines, but I don't feel like it's all over the place. I, um, first of all, as a nerd, <laughs> uh, to. Look, cause we love to, cause what we love to do here is tie it back into nerd shit. Yeah, um, I feel like a childhood of nerd shit trained me for storylines and worlds that had a lot of shit going on in them. Right, playing RPGs, reading, reading comic books, growing up reading comic books, um, will train you for. I mean, X Men alone. Mm-hmm. The character development that every single member of the team get gets and then don't even factor. And we talking about the core OG team. We're not even factoring in the fact that by the time you get through. Wait, wait, wait. Are X we talking, are we talking about, oh, okay. I was supposed to say, are we talking about 
Pride of the X Men, the 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 animated show that came out before the actual X Men cartoon. See, a lot of niggas don't know about that with the Blob and Pyro see, and Nightcrawler. See, you done miss. And see, the you done miss. You done miss me. You done miss what I said. That, that original. Team. You done miss. You done miss what I. You done miss what I said. I'm talking about the books. I'm just talking on the TV niggas. I'm talking about right, 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 right. I'm talking about the text, nigga, the sacred text. I'm talking about the, the oh. book. Nothing to me trumps the, the text. I'm talking about the books. And in the books, there was, when you grew up reading actual comics, it there was so much shit going on. And then if you had a team, don't let you have a team. And then each team member has a separate book that comes out. So now you're following... I mean, and there's Uncanny X-Men. There's X-Men, uh, whatever it was. There was yeah. X-Men, uh, there was X-Force. There was X-Factor. There was uh, New Mutants. Of, yeah. You know, all this other shit. And each of them, and then, uh, let's say, Cybertooth had his own book. Wolverine had his own book. Cyclops, Storm, everybody. Hey, so hey, you, it's still, hey, it's still fuck Cyclops. I just day. had to get that out there. I, just had to get I think that Cyclops there. is the police. I think, you know what? He is Niggas a police. Like Cyclops. He is a, <laughs> a police-ass nigga. Cyclops That's a police-ass police nigga. nigga. Scott Summers is a police-ass nigga. Scott Summers is a police. To, to the core. That's why niggas don't be liking him. He's a, he's a police. And even something about the way his little belt came across his chest it was just that x just sat too much like a little badge on him like a like a uh like an old school uh the hall monitor safety patrol like niggas. the hall monitor strap he, that shit came across like the hall monitor strap and niggas couldn't see and say that's that nigga now you pulling over your friends in the hallway nigga god you damn pulling? bro nigga give you an orange sash and you doing us like that's this? that nigga that asked me for my pass i'm a I need to beat his ass in the bathroom because he's gonna ask me for my damn pass. Who who the fuck you think he is? That's Cyclops. Who you gonna write up? Nigga, you just get to stand out in the hallway five extra minutes. Don't right. So I I look at that as something that trained me for just a lot of shit having and I I have a lot of trust, is what I'm saying, is in writers who drop me into a whole world and want me to know how big the world is, right? Because yeah. realistically, in a world, in a big world, there are a lot of different plot points. I just feel like um, the, the art of making that world, like, I don't have any problem with that. I just feel like the art yeah. of of allowing it, here we go. It's just like, remember when you made that soup on IG and you was like, it's good right now. But when I let mm-hmm. it sit for like just a little bit longer, uh huh, that shit go be fire. And I feel like they're giving me the soup Lesson. before... <laughs> And here's what I mean. The first it's two not episodes, in this busting stage. It ain't busting yet. It ain't busting yet. It, and, and it's like <laughs> at the first two episodes, it had this very uh-huh. like, like kind of dark kind of. It was sci-fi, a little bit of horror, suspense, and it was very tight. I felt like that experience was very very tight. And yeah. then they loosened it up to, and I'm like, now this feels like the Goonies. And I'm like, now I don't know. Like now I'm just watching it. I like it. Because I like the content, but I'm not liking yeah. it the same way I would if they had just stuck with one thing long enough and kind of let that build before just being like, hey, remember how we were like all like uh, yeah. this? Now we're going to be goofy buddy comedy. Now we're going to be uh, Goonies. Now we're going to be, you know, yeah. um, 
with Freaky Friday. And it's like, God damn, man, will y'all just pick one? Like, just I would I would like to um I would like to see a lot more episodes that feel like episode one. Episode one was really strong to me. I agree mm-hmm. wholeheartedly. It was tight. I think that they pulled no punches on the feeling of the horror fiction genre, right? The horror, yeah. the science fiction horror genre. Um, they had Cthulhu at the very beginning. Yeah, like I think they 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 pulled no punches on that. Um, there was something about, and even the way they shot everything, even the way they caused everything to unfold, there was something about that damn uh, chase. The uh, cop following them slowly out of that city, oh, right? Man, out of that yes. county. There was something about that that was damn near more tense than facing off against the monsters. And them running from the police, I mean, not the the, the makeshift uh, fire department, when, it, when she said, we gotta get yeah. the fuck out of it. Like, even that was like... <laughs> They had such oh yeah moments. yeah yeah when uh, in the um in the restaurant yeah 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 in the restaurant she was like we got to get the fuck out right now yeah just the feeling of all of that and then they came like you said shooting yeah the makeshift fire department all of that right um that's a that's a plot element that I really love and I really want to see more of that I also want to see more of that because I want to focus on I think episodes like that give us more of an opportunity to focus on our black heroes as the heroes. Now, you know how I am. Yeah. About white heroes. And the, I, and I love everybody. I don't need uh, Christina to be such a sympathetic character. I don't need to sympathize with Christina that bad. And I damn sure don't need her guiding these niggas into um and i say that as somebody who Wait, which one's knows Christina? The, the, the white woman oh the white oh, oh the white woman oh i don't you know and, woman, and I, I, white white feminism on the on the move on the march white feminism on the move. i i i just i just don't need, and i don't need um shout out to the now one you know how i am about Look, black womanism. Shout out to the shout out to that plot element too, because I've been loving that uh Letty right Letty. They don't show her much. Now I love Ruby. Ruby shined like fuck in episode five. Uh and episode five was brilliant. But um Letty is my favorite character to date. Letty, uh shout out to Letty and Black Womanism. Shout out to Letty, uh Letty's one line to tick in that uh Raiders of the Lost Reparations as episode where she turned to him and said, because he was talking about his frustrations with the shit that was happening to them. And yeah. and I think what was a and what I think was a stroke of brilliant ass writing and taking something that is so big and so overarching in the community and is a is a difficult conversation to have with people who are stubborn and have their own blockages against hearing it out um, and distilling it into something really simple 
that people get because they've been seeing this experience from everybody's point of view, which is something that's hard for a lot of people to do in real life, right? Mm -hmm. Which is why characters, ensemble cast and all that is really effective in getting people to understand big problems. Uh, She turns to Tick and says, uh, and I'm paraphrasing, nigga, stop acting like this shit is only happening to you. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And I love that because I'm always pushing back against my women friends who have daughters and will post shit like I'm especially scared for my sons. Girl, Sandra Bland, Corinne Gaines, uh, Tatiana Jefferson. Uh, Shit, Asada Shakur who would be dead if she did not smart the ass. Girl, the minute you open your mouth and they they realize you about that action too, they will kill your ass faster. Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I, I I love I love that, right? I love, yeah. and I'm looking like, and and again, these are women friends of mine who have daughters. I'm like, girl, don't skip your daughter. Like, just, <laughs> I just, don't skip your when when that when that when that uh school when that uh whatever they call them resource officer slammed that girl out of her desk and her uh in her school and that went viral. When that mm-hmm. girl also got body slammed at a pool party in her yep. bikini, and that went viral. So it's like, girl, don't again, Brianna Taylor. Mm-hmm. Girl, they're killing y'all, and y'all sleep. <laughs> like, there's, so, there's, there's don't. Just, there's <laughs> just too don't, many. You know. There's just too many. Even, even I don't know if I'm tripping on this. Even uh, was it Ruby is a sister, right? Ruby is the sister. Even her, like even her acceptance of what is happening to her, like happens so fucking quickly that like, and it's like I don't know, man. It's like I I just really want them to Which slow thing down. Is happening? You're talking about with the oh, you're saying with the uh, well, it was a potion. And, and, she could just stop taking it at any time. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like even like. Okay, like take like Letty and Tick are having like the hardest fucking time, and you see them dealing with like even though they know what's going on, it's still affecting them in certain ways. Like when Tick beat the shit out of his dad, right? Like mm-hmm. it's stuff that's happening to them that is actually like changing the way they act. With her, it was just like, all right. And then like at the end when they drop that, um, Christina is, is has been actually taking the potion. I'm like. Yo, y'all keep dropping all these like these are like <laughs> there's something. It's always something with this damn show, ain't it? <laughs> yeah, but these are like going back to Game of Thrones. Like these are episode seven plot twists that you right. wait and build up to. It's not, yeah. These are Westworld. Like you dropping Westworld bombs. Like it so, becomes gimmicky. Yeah. It's like, well, did you know that he's? And I'm like, now we gotta go to Korea in the next episode. I'm just like, man, like. <laughs> And the thing is, now the worst one. Now, Monster, I will say, Monster of the Week is a is a classic horror TV whatever format, right? Um, and sometimes that would be anthology series, and sometimes that would be long form storytelling. But I've never seen plot twists of the week in anything that to me didn't become cheesy. Like, like what what's going on okay. with uh uncle's uh wife? 
You know, like she and she, we didn't forgot about her. Well, I didn't but, forget because I was like, wait. So she, I'm like, that's a whole like you got a whole thing that you got to deal with. This is, but this is what happens. This is what happens. Now, see, now you, now you think we've been. It's been five episodes, Charles. We're not gonna see every character every episode. See, now they've now they've attuned you to this fast ass pace that they rocking on Game of Thrones. We would go two or three episodes without hearing from a character. No, but without I mean, seeing what was going, what I'm saying is I'm I'm with you, but I'm I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, because now that's that now that's that rushing. <laughs> now I'm they like, got you rushing. Yeah, I'm what like, like I'm, I'm just more so like, bro, like, and, and, what and, and, and I hate making this. I don't know if you've seen this, but I watched the first episode of Raised by Wolves, and my nigga. Oh, you recommended that. I need to watch it. My nigga. I watched one episode. Yeah. And that shit. And that's what. And like. When I got done watching it, I was like, this felt like three hours. Like when at one hour show felt like a long. But it -hmm. was so focused and it had a theme. And it was like, I will. And it's like, I don't mind a slow burn. I don't mind taking my time and focusing on one thing and getting to where I need to go and setting this thing up for what's to come. Right. And that, and I'm like, and it's like this, and it's like, we are unapologetically sci-fi. Like this is some science fiction shit. We ain't, I ain't dipping and dabbing. I ain't jumping in and out. Like nigga, we talking about androids and religion and you either on board or you not. And I wish, like we said earlier, I just wish Lovecraft Country kept that same energy from episode one mm-hmm. all the way in it. Because at that point, it'd just be fire. I'd be like, it's the most fire show on television right now. But I can't, I can't say that. I think it's dope. I recommend everybody yeah. watch it. But I can't throw it up there as one of the greats because it's just... Maybe from maybe, you know, six through ten is dope. But my homegirl, my homegirl Zaya, you just made me think about. Uh, shout out to Zaya, one of my best friends. My homegirl Zaya uh, <laughs> and her youngest brother uh, took on the took on the tall task a little while back because uh, he was really young when it came out of watching all of the X Files. All nine seasons they sat and watched. And remember, this is back when a season of a show was 20-something episodes. Yeah. Um, They sat and watched all nine seasons of the X-Files. Because the X-Files was good as fuck. And I think part of why they stuck around for nine seasons is, to your point, they had a great balance of there's a monster of the week because we're taking cases. And there's also a slow burn because there's shit going on at the FBI and there's shit going on with the yeah. government and there's shit going on with the aliens, which is the overarching plot point. And we're not going to... There are some rewards for watching that we're going to save for later and later and later. And that's the carrot, right? That keeps yeah. you following it. It keeps you... Lucifer uh, does out. that. Um, Lucifer did that. Still doing that. You know, I read. Oh, God damn, I can't remember. The book. Lucifer. Just, yeah, Lucifer does that. He, I didn't Not know that. That's a DC character. Oh yeah. 
Um, and he was on Crisis of Infinite Earth for like two seconds in that whole crossover event on the CW. But um, well, he was in a book before that, brother. If you know your word. Oh, <laughs> listen, the original text, the, the original epic. Speaking of rebuking, yes, that brings me. Child, that brings me to my favorite moment. Well, first of all, before I get to my favorite moment, I do want to shout out uh, Montrose. I think Montrose's character development has been beautiful, and not just because. And I'm not biased just because he's a gay now. The <laughs> although I do not think now. A, <laughs> just, I think he's been right, that right, way. Right, right. He's been one. He's been one. The <laughs> amount of first of all. I don't know where that nigga got all that damn spit from. The amount of spit. I've never had that much spit in my mouth. I ain't never had that much spit set up in my mouth at one damn time. But then again, I ain't never had my ass beat quite like that. So uh, maybe that's a side effect. I couldn't tell you. But I I, I said, God damn. <laughs> but listen, uh, you know, for his pleasure. But I think that the way they played his you know we've had that conversation right that we've had you and i have had that that shit ain't fun conversation Mm -hmm. (laughs) right as as you um as you have so uh eloquently distilled it uh condensed it into a one line um you we probably need to get you some royalties from uh Big pride from white pride. Uh, <laughs> look, because black pride, we ain't got the sponsors, but uh, with white pride, <laughs> black pride, we just you know, we just fight in the club and shit. When white pride come around and, and delta, <laughs> when white pride come around and delta and coke and all that, we need to get you some uh money nigga, off these t shirts where all them can put it and they say this shit ain't easy. Uh, <laughs> oh, this shit ain't you know, this shit ain't fun. Uh, let it be ironic but I love I love seeing him in those moments uh, you know being the anger that he took with him into the house where the drag queens were where they were loving on him and patching him up right mm-hmm. and all that and how that faded away um, the way he uh didn't want to kiss. I'm guessing, oh boy, who is his boyfriend, right? Just the lovelessness that he brought into that whole situation where he was looking for something he knew he wanted, but also didn't want it. I th- they did something really interesting to show how, to your point, all of that fed into the anger that he took home with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and informed a lot of the abusiveness that he, uh, that his wife and his son got from him. Is that his and son? His, is that his son? Is that his son? Because now that you see this, it's like now that, now that we know he's a gay. <laughs> <laughs> now that we know he's a gay, is it his son? Is it? Well, remember him. They had that conversation. Remember, I know. He said, of- "Montreal said we ain't. We said we was never gonna bring that up again." And that's what the uncle saw in his little magic thing was was her was his wife. So, and, and I, again, well, that's, that's yeah, could, 
It could it could not be a, I think uh ticks I think is now I think it's going on some uh speaking of the X Files, speaking of Scully, uh, some aliens. You know you know Scully and her and her moment. <laughs> uh yeah, I think tick I think Tick's real daddy was some creature or some alien or something, some demon, some creature, some alien, some monster, something. Uh, her mama never told him uh, her, his quote-unquote daddy might be his uncle. I've seen Stranger Things in real life. As far as, you know, people's uh, parents so, being related to them in ways that they uh, weren't aware of. Shit happens. Yeah. I... But my <laughs> favorite moment... Wait, 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 because I... Okay. I because I, I said, speaking of rebuking shit, my favorite moment had to get Montrose out the way before I. Baby, at the end of episode three, when that nigga and, and I think they were doing their they were doing some of their best acting too in in episode three. But when they were down there and that damn white man possessed ticket, he was walking toward her, talking about uh, get the fuck out of my house, and she yeah. started calling. The ancestors by name, bitch. And they came and she started Olivia Jethro. And, and she started hollering for him. And they that woe me the fuck out, Chalk. That woe me the fuck out. And then they she transformed was, from their their fucked up state to they got whole again and she said to them that this ain't now this I will never have to paraphrase she said you are not dead yet you can still fight Look. listen <laughs> but, 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 but again it's it be little shit now that I'm like they come with did, the, did, they come with the gems I love I do love do they the stay gym. in the house did they stay in the house are they like holding it down you know, the ancestors? yeah, they they show enough. They didn't show the process, but they they showed the fuck uh bump Christina's ass when she tried to walk through that door. Here's something else that I I saw this somewhere else, and I really just saw it in a headline. But it I, when I read it, I kind of kept it in my mind. It's like I liked in the first episode how like racism was like almost like one of the monsters. And it was like themed, like every time like they faced a moment of racism, it was carried with the same weight of yeah. of a monster, right? Like when you talk about being chased uh, yeah. out of town, right? We went from that to like motherfuckers putting bricks on horns, and I'm just like, now we're back to just the simple, like <laughs> now, like now y'all can got lazy, with, like nigga, like I, I hate when people get lazy with the racism in 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 like. Is it being is it getting lazy or do you think it is your problem that you think they were getting lazy or is your problem that you think they got soft? I think they got soft. It's like it's it's one of those things like I I remember like like slavery hit different like when you watched um what was what was um my man he made that movie god damn it uh and they rebelled oh shit i know that's so fucking like obtuse what i just said <laughs> uh what was nat turner 
Oh Lord. I just remember him screaming, Rebel. No, like when they took when they took the teeth out or something, I was like, God damn. Like there's mm-hmm. a visceralness of of like scenes like that where it's like it's this like uncomfortable feeling that you get and they were able to do it in the first episode without being like real gory about it, but they brought a weight to it. And then it's like, they kind of fell back onto the usual shit I see. And I'm like, this how, this how y'all know what kind of nigga Charles is. He talking about the first episode wasn't real gore. No, it was, but I'm, <laughs> I, what I'm, talking about, I'm talking about in terms of like what was happening to black people by the hands of whites. Like, no, like my oh, yeah, getting yeah, heads yeah. chopped off. I mean, by the monsters, but I'm just talking about like, all oh, right, it what happened to the of, of to racism the was like, yeah. and now it's just kind of like now we're just now I got to sit here and sit through like it just added another layer of suspense. Now I'm just sitting through this shit like here we go again like more of this racist bullshit like with no like it's just everyday life and I'm like if I want that I'll go outside or I'll read the newspaper like I really ain't gotta. Well, like, it's, now let's be now let's be real. It's it, where we are now, or where we were in the episode where the white boys were acting the fool outside the house and they had to go and, uh, you know, take the bricks off the. Hey, they got theirs though. Yeah, but that's yeah that was that was not quite episode one, but also you ain't about to. I got to. I got to challenge you on that because you ain't seeing that shit walking outside anyway. No, I'm not seeing it. But what I'm saying is, it's like it's not like I'm not seeing racism every day. What I guess what I'm saying is, it's like I'm not seeing crosses burn, but uh, it's like yeah. race relations are still a thing. So it's not like I turn the TV off and be like, oh, like that was a wild time back then, or that was wild for it's like uh, it's, it's wild today. It's kind of like I guess it's just more so like. I hate when, like, and they do this in video games, too, and they do this, like, it's just, like, it's a thing. We know it's a thing. But don't just lean on what everybody else has done. Like, if you're going to use it as something in a in a, in a form of, like, entertainment like this, like, make it have impact. Don't just, like, settle for, like, we gotta sit at the back of the bus. Like, bitch, we know that. Like, I done been seeing a million pictures of that shit. <laughs> like this, this ain't nothing new. But I, we, we keep going back to episode one because like they were, they took it and made a moment that was like God, like God damn. You know what I would love? What I would love for a contemporary uh, symptom or result of racism to get that kind of. Uh, sensational horrendous or horrific treatment mm-hmm. uh i said i can't remember if i said it on the show or if i said it in one of our conversations but i know i said it to you i said before i even before lovecraft country came out i think i said this in an earlier episode when i think about the belt line and i think about <laughs> the east side trail meeting the west side trail yeah. To me, it gives me that scene in I Am Legend where the sun is going down and the vampires or zombies or vam- vampire zombies are standing in that parking deck and their dumbass dogs are trying to get across that sun line and it's just the gap is slowly closing. Yeah. And I say, and I say to 
I say all the time, I know that there are some people who live on the east side trail that symbolically, and I don't think they're walking around thinking about it every day, but symbolically, that's what closing the gap between the finished part of the west side trail and the finished part of the east side trail looks like for them, right? Is niggas on the other side. It's a sundown county. Wait till this goddamn sun comes down. Wait till I can come across that gravel on your ass. And they look like, oh, shit. Oh shit, dog! Come on, dog! You yeah. know, it got the dog with him the whole scene, right? Um, a few strollers, um, some Starbucks. Um, <laughs> Sam, listen, that, uh, and and yes, that 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 whole thing. You I know think what? Because uh, because you see all that shit happening. But you know what I'm else I at, like about the show that I really really like, and this is gonna what? sound silly when I say it, niggas reading. <laughs> they do read a lot I love that Like as someone who does enjoy reading I usually read non-fiction because I get my fiction in video games um, mm. I know somebody would say that's a poor exchange young man but that's just how I, that's just how I roll but um, mm. I love how like reading is at the forefront of all this there ain't an episode where they ain't trying to read <laughs> a book some pages get some more books or some more pages yeah. they live in the library like it's it, i say this sometimes being funny but i i'll be kind of like sincere about this like it is crazy to me like motherfuckers died for reading right oh, yeah. <clears throat> you going to barnes and noble now that bitch empty seven days out the week <clears throat> <laughs> and it's just like damn nigga like we had to fight to read. Why are we? And it's like, that's the last Why are we thing. Not reading? It's like the last thing people want to do is read. So like, I just applaud reading. And Pete, so I know someone's going to be like, Uncle Charles, you tripping. I know. But like. <laughs> you I being just, the old nigga on the porch again. No, I, I, yeah. I understand what you say. And it trickles out in so many, it trickles out in so many manifestations of how we deal with each other right even when it's not about books per se mm-hmm. there are i've seen so many you know i you know i live on twitter and i've seen so many uh arguments devolve or people be able to weasel their way out of arguments by saying i ain't finna read all of that it's like all of that 240 fucking characters you can't like Damn, y'all y'all read that little that it takes effort to read 240 characters. Yeah. I ain't finna read all of that. It's like all of that. Or somebody will try to shame somebody and say you wrote all of that. It's like you think it took work for me to write two paragraphs? Like just y'all like it's is read that, motherfuckers read read yeah books. but but i'm saying that because i'm saying that because those are instances where people you know if somebody is right it could be that they're both wrong but if somebody's right in that uh in one of those experiences and the person who's being stubborn is being stubborn solely off the fact that that person articulated their point now you have somebody walking around still ignorant because the excuse was it was a lot to read when it wasn't shit. It was 240 characters or whatever the character limit is now, right? Um, 
The old joke still holds true. If you want to hide something from somebody, you put it in a book. That ain't what the joke was, nigga. They, they tell it like tell it like you heard it. I was trying, you go, I was, I was trying to be nice it. about it. You know, I'm trying to turn a new leaf at the end, you know. Grow <laughs> <laughs> character growth by the end of tell the Tell it tell it like you heard it. If you, if you wanna hide something from a nigga, just put it in a book. <laughs> well, you know. Um But I just like how reading like like you like reading. No, no, but it's it's like, but it's also, but I think there also goes something to the fact that like here's someone who went to war. Here's someone who clearly works out. Here's someone who got a lot of stuff going on. But his foundation, his connection to his family, the things that he enjoys, like is reading, is a book. You know what I'm saying? Like how often, mm-hmm. like how often do you see someone black? in a show, you know, uh, and the thing that he is doing, he or she is doing, that they enjoy doing, that brings them joy, and it goes from, and not just him, but a generation before him, is reading. Yeah. Like, I mean, do you see... And that is important, because niggas need to feel less opposed to reading. Um... But do you see reading as an important plot point in a lot of things, period, though? No, you don't. Days? Like, yeah. all I can think of as an, and only because I'm a nerd, right? I have access to it. I think of Death Note, and that's kind of a book, right? <laughs> that nigga writing his ass off. <laughs> writing his ass off. I can think of Death Note, and that's kind of it. And before that, all I can come up with, like, I can't think of anything. White no. folk that was centered around them consumer. Uh, although, th- listen, I get shout out to first of all, shout out to Robert Townsend for giving us Meteor Man when his powers Man. came when his powers came out of books. And y'all didn't catch that. There was uh, one. There's there's one glaring problem I hated about Meteor Man that I hate about a lot of like black superheroes that are not uh-oh. Marvel or DC. Why the fuck we always got to lose our powers, bro? Like, why do we always got to end up on, like, the ass end of some shit by the end of the movie? Like, <laughs> Meteor Man. Like, you know, I watched uh, Hancock not too long ago, Will Smith's movie, and mm-hmm. I was like, okay, it's a silly little movie. But I'm like, God, like, why is it we can never be strong? The whole movie. And Marvel, when, uh, what, what was my man's name? Um... But Idris Elba, did he lose his sight or his sword? Like, why are we all time dog, whatever? Dog, I don't get into Thor like that. Thor's a little too Norse for me. Yeah, I don't I'm get just... into Vikings and all that. Why? Why we That's always got white. to lose our pat? Like, we're the only like everybody else gets to get their shit back. Like, they might lose it in the beginning or something, but they get yeah. to get their. Nigga, Thor got a big ass axe now. Like, why we got to like yeah. lose our shit? Like, like Wolverine lost his adamantium, got stronger bone claws. I was about to say, nigga, Gene it, died, came back to Phoenix. Phoenix. But it's like when niggas' powers be gone, they go. <laughs> like motherfucker, like shit. Black Panther came back. You know what I'm saying? But, he, but even he he away. gone. He he was gone. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you know there was a even in Black Panther. He loses his pa- like I get okay. It's a plot stripped. Stripped, it, it, like, 
even if I, I get it as a plot device and you know there has to be something for him to be but i'm just saying like but to your but to your point though, he loses his power what, like black but, people but to your point to, lose. to to your point what other superhero has a backstory or has their own lore that involves them traditionally a, a tradition of them giving up their powers um I can think of. <laughs> I got it. I also got to shout out uh, Inuyasha because he didn't handle powers on the night of the. Was it the new moon? I think the new moon. That's just a. That's a phase moon. of a lunar cycle. And for the right. rest of them, as soon as that bitch cracked, he got all like, his... we on. But... I'm trying to think of examples. I'm trying to think. Meteor Man got hit by a fucking meteor, bruh. Like, I remember him looking all toe up. Big ass yeah. meteor in his chest absorbs in his body, changing his cellular structural DNA. And by the mm-hmm. end of that bitch, he was like, I touched too many books. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, for real? That's and then also, like, nigga, wasn't that supposed to make you stronger? Like, like, what? Like, oh, I can only absorb the book for 30 seconds. Bitch, what? Are you serious? This like it gets. I'm sorry if I'm like getting real animated to everybody. No, but, like it it boggles my mind. Like how much the only time you get to keep shit or move up is when you ain't got shit. Falcon is now Captain America. Mm-hmm. It's the only thing that nigga had was a jetpack, like and some mm-hmm. gun and, so, and two nine two forty fives. He had a jetpack and two forty fives. I bet they don't even get that nigga the shield. Like that, because that's a well, little again. too much. Or if they give him the shield, some nigga gonna break it in half. Like we can't even have shit without the only. You know what? You know what? I take it back. The only nigga who's kept his powers, like I think, religiously, has been Black Lightning. Mm-hmm. I think he's the and only- even he be. He that nigga be sizzling sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> 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 that nigga be. <laughs> like to be having a little trouble. The suit be fucking up or whatever's going Gamby, on. Gamby like be... fucking shit up. Like come on, Uncle Gamby. Yeah, like, Black you Lightning. Gotta, gotta Black Lightning be. Up. I need to start. Um, have you watched Black? Do you Black... watch Black Lightning? Man, I need to start back watching Black Lightning. That's a I haven't show. Black Lightning. Let me tell you something. So my two. I love, I love what um, what those Netflix. I love what Black Lightning was doing, and I loved what Luke Cage was doing. I oh, R.I.P. to Luke Cage. Black you know, Lightning. When um, wait, wait, don't tell me um, who I was calling my homeboy is um, what was her name? What was her name? Shaquandlin. What? When. <laughs> he said what in an early episode of Black Lightning he was having an assembly with the parents at the school or something you know he was the principal I think yeah and which was another dope moment. thing that was good to see but let's yeah, keep going of course. let's keep going well yeah I mean I think I have this thing where I I think niggas are fully capable of cutting up and um I want to see niggas cutting up and have it. You know what frustrates me is when people be talking about uh, 
Why? What is it y'all think was so important about Heathcliff Huxtable? What What was it that was so special that niggas be thinking they saw in in Cliff Huxtable and Claire Huxtable? Like they and I'm talking about people our age. Like you, we had so much. I, I will go to the mat for Claire Huxtable. I will go to the mat for Claire Huxtable. No, I, 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 ain't going I for love them both. But... <laughs> I love, well, characters. I love them both. But what I'm saying is what was so special? What was so unheard of? They Listen, this is what I tell people all the time. When you would say, and I thought about it just now because you said, oh, it was dope to see a principal. But we've been doing that. We've been doing that. People just didn't. Going back to another conversation we had. I think because it wasn't stuffy all the time, people thought it wasn't happening. I just feel like he was Uncle Phil before Uncle Phil. He was like the first Ooh. Heathcliff. He was like the first yeah, TV dad. That... He was just like Heathcliff. Nigga. Was he or was George Jefferson before him? I wasn't was old enough to be Fred... watching George Jefferson like that. But I watched like I watched the co- like I watched I watched way more. There was just. A... There was just a lot more going on than the nah, when I was like, watching we, old we, shit. I'd be like, I think it's like either time to go to bed or like I've officially been on TV we, too long. George Jefferson, George Jefferson was before him, and I, I think it was very like, oh, here's here's a nuclear family. One is a doctor and one is a lawyer. That's beautiful, but that doesn't. That's not anything that nobody else. Did. I think I think that, it was because that, of. If I'm to guess, right? Because I'm not like no yeah. Cosby fanatic. I think it's just, I think it's the way they interpreted the day to day on their episodes. Like it was nothing, like it was just like you know normal day to day shit that happened to be funny. You know that was relatable see, in some way. That's that's my guess. You know like, what I love? So I grew up in a family where we we cut up in my family. Yeah, and that's normal day to day me. So what I loved was the fact that. I grew up in a time in the nineties where I was watching niggas cut the fuck up and was still getting a lot of shit done. And I, and those to me were examples. Those were role models. First of all, my daddy was a big red Fox fan. So I love Sanford and son. Um, and I'm gonna get to the shit that I grew up on in a second, but I love Sanford and son and Fred was a single father. And I think there's a lot to be said for that. Did you watch rock? Right. Not really, but it did watch come on. Because that nigga is an amazing actor. I feel like I should go back and watch that show. Like I should Rock go back was, and watch Rock. Rock was Rock was good. But here's my thing. Y'all be forgetting, and I'm saying, and I'm again bringing this up, and gave the Cosby contrast because people like Black Lightning, Principal, great to see that. We had all of that growing up. Everybody on the Steve Harvey show was an educator. And they were cutting mm-hmm. the fuck up. Pops owned that diner. Sean and Marlon owned that newsstand. And they were cutting the fuck up. Yeah. Martin was a radio personality. Pam and Gina were marketing executives. Cole, forgot what Cole did. Tommy, role model of mine, was minding the fuck out of his business and had just as much money as his friends. No, Tommy had more money than all of his friends. Was going on, <laughs> was fly as fuck, was handsome, was bald, had glasses, was uh, was spending money at the bar just like theirs, was going on the same trips. Martin was winning trips off the off the wherever to take Gene on the trips. And <laughs> Tommy would just look at Pam and be like, you want to go? Yeah. 
So, you know, ask me who my role model is. Um, Helen and Junior own that hotel. And that's how they could give Fancy and uh, Braxton those jobs and put their nephew up until he found a uh, job as a jingle writer. And on and on and on, right? Hang with Mr. Cooper, educate, et cetera, et cetera. So I'll be looking at it like, These are positive role models to me. You know what? Okay, I, I just had a thought, and I'm gonna throw it out there. I was thinking about what you're saying, and I was like, let me, let me, let me. I think the one difference is, yeah, in the shows that you mentioned, and I'm gonna ask because I don't know. Because if 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 it turns out to be false, my argument falls flat. But how much mm-hmm. of the time did it focus on those points or those things? Like for instance, like in enough Black- for me to be able to say it by heart, like I just did. And what I'm, and the reason I say that is, I know specifically in Black Lightning, like there is, there are, ep, there are episodes and things sometimes that happen that have strictly not has nothing to do with him being Black Lightning, but has everything to do with him being a principal, and he's doing principal things. Like the uh, it, how many episodes? Uh, I'm listening. No, I'm just saying it's something like. So when you talk about maybe we like saw Jamie Fox, we saw dozens of how many times did we see. Martin sitting in the studio with Stan. Yeah. But how many times did we see everybody in the Jamie Foxx show in uniform? Helen and Junior standing behind the counter, fancy behind the counter, Braxton. Yeah, but how many times were they doing with like like ownership shit? And how how was it how and how many times versus it being hey they the owner? What do you want to watch them? What do you want to watch them? No, <laughs> but I'm just saying, but that is I'm saying that is probably why things get singled out for some people over others. Is the focus on the actual like boring ass activity that is their job take is actually taking place in front of you on screen versus someone saying, "Hey, they do that, right?" What like, kind I think of that, what I think kind of principal shit did you see uh, him doing Black Lightning? I want to ask that. There, there's uh, instances where like kids at school, he's having to mentor the kids at school, having to deal with parents when one of them was disappearing. Yeah running the school he had to run in with the school board one time and had to talk with them about some shit like it's a bunch of shit he's done i wonder if <laughs> i'm just saying he's done it like i'm just i know but i but i think again that's i think that's shit to that's principal shit to those of us who are not like right like you and i are not professional full-time educators no. and i think to us that looks like principal shit but i think to a lot of educators and a lot of educators who have been in that principal position, they probably look at that and be like, 99% of what I do is the school budget, the 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 master True. calendar. So it's, you know, it's, I, th- I think like that's not a the... lot of principals will look and be like, that's not principal shit. No, I, how often does any of that happen? Again, I'm saying in terms of what you're asking. My educated guess would be the amount of time that someone spends doing something or the importance that it puts at the forefront of it, you know what I'm saying, is like, oh, like, that's cool to see. Like, Martin being a radio DJ is not to take away from Martin being a radio DJ, but that's like being a radio DJ. And 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 nigga, and, and you a podcast host. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just, I am. You but you see, I'm not. But I'm not trying to put emphasis on like being a like. I guess what I'm saying is like, fuck what you talking about. I big up everything I do. No, 
I am big. Everything I do is big. Everything I do is no. Important. What I'm saying is in Everything terms in terms of this in terms of this conversation. What I'm saying is yeah. I think the way in which it is portrayed on TV, like with Martin, Martin was like Martin working there was like the scene for jokes, and it was like this is always going to be some jokey joke shit, and like the importance was not on his job, it was on the scene that was taking place and the joke that was about to get off. Like Martin yeah, could Martin could have worked his job. Like Martin could have worked at wherever and them jokes would have still like that was just like it wasn't at the i guess what i'm saying is like it wasn't at the forefront of our minds of like like in the same way uncle phil is a lawyer and it was like the the importance and i'm using air quotes i wish you could see me maybe the mic will pick up my <laughs> the air movie the important well, you gotta you gotta <laughs> scratch the little the little net there, there it is. The, the importance of him being a lawyer and like ah um and what i and i think that's the difference between it came up maybe five times charles no but i'm saying he had there, an election there, there was a there he got a, the boys out of jail right yeah that's kind what of i'm it. saying is there's a difference with like the way in which what i guess what i'm trying to say is election the way in which they talk I, about I forget it. which was no it's <laughs> philip banks take a bye bye bite <laughs> right right <laughs> no like just that thing you know i think it's just that importance that they didn't they didn't spend a lot of time on it i think you're you're I, thinking I they spent they a lot of time i know on. that they no what i'm no no no, no. okay i'm listening i'm, I'm listening. just saying the way like it's it's the difference between me saying you know tilt is a you know, world-renowned uh, entrepreneur and marketing person, you know, marketing executive and a CEO mm. of his own business. He has won multiple awards. Like, there's a difference between me saying that and me being like, yeah, tell do that marketing shit. And mm -hmm. I think... And I he, think make, <laughs> he, he make flies. He make flies. <laughs> and, I th and I think that, and I think that's what catches some people more than others. It's just that what I said, like that. You think it's not treated as an afterthought? Yeah, it's just like, oh, like Martin, I need to get a radio DJ. I need to be, you know, he be spinning well, records. What are you? Well, then, what are you going to bat for Claire for? Because we saw Claire work maybe four times. Claire is the finest, most ultimate woman, See? woman character. Oh, I don't give a god, this god that, look, look, Claire Huxley. No, Felicia Rashad. Claire Huxley. Felicia Rashad has a has a divinely. She is the like, prototype. When people say we will not man. speak ill of. <laughs> when people say divine feminine, there's a there's a Felicia Rashad has. There there are just some women who walk around, dripping, that, mm -hmm. and she just understands it. She commands it. She and she knows. Claire she Huxley knows. was what when I looked at like what I wanted for like a wife or when I was forming my idea of a woman, Claire Huxable was a like I would especially in like Claire Huxable was the foundation for like my choosings and my lookings and the because I was like she she seemed so real to me. And I was just like, but she's like so fucking dope, but she don't take no Is, shit. Was it that like was it that was it was it authenticity? Was it I can't even damn talk and try to right, this Was it <laughs> was it authenticity or was it aspiration? Was it that she seemed so real or was I think it, it was I think ideal? it was the truth. I think it was both. I think it was both. Mm -hmm. Like 
she is like, you know what I'm saying? Like she is like, because I started seeing things in women, like the same shit I saw in her, I see in women today. So like to me, mm. it and it's like, I just see the shit. I can't like, if, if you were to like make me point it out, I'll point it out to you. Um, mm -hmm. But there was just something about the way in which she handled herself that like, Oh, of course. That was just of it was course. you know who you know who of she course. reminds me of like who who the there are two it's her and it's Janelle Monet for me. Like when I look at Janelle mm -hmm. Monet, I'd be like, damn, I don't know what it is, but it's like it's like you cool, but you don't take no shit, and it's like. It's like the sex appeal without even trying. Carry fast forward, over. girl. Fast forward. Don't worry about this part. Fast forward. It's, it's, it's just, it's, it's dope. And I like, I'll just always out. go to bed for Claire Huxable. I like, I'll never. <laughs> you can slay. Look, you can say whatever you want, but don't talk about Miss Jenkins. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. So, uh, uh, that's that's interesting, right? Uh. That's interesting. So I'm about to get in your business. Okay. Because uh, there's, and I, I do, you know, I know you, you do, you do love women, like not just carnally. You, you love women. You, um, and you, what I mean is that you have a respect for them, right? You want to yeah. make sure you're uh, being the kind of man who like treats them like people and all of that, right? Mm -hmm. There's also, uh, when we talked about divine feminine energy and Claire Huxville and all that, you know, yes, Claire was fine as fuck and all those things, but there's no, also no denying that her, uh, a big part of her presence was that she embodied a very robust maternal energy as well. Right. She did. Uh, and as somebody who loves that, and and again, I'm I'm up through your business, and we didn't, I didn't, I didn't prep you for coming to this. Look, who knew we were gonna get here? But I just thought about it. It's because I was so being too nice in the beginning. I feel it. I, I being too nice in the beginning. Look, and we here now, nigga. We was in my business last episode for the season finale. God damn it, we in yours. Okay. When you were, uh, when you were getting ready to start your journey with therapy. Mm-hmm. You specifically wanted a black woman. I can't remember exactly if you were looking for a black woman of a certain age, but you were very clear when you were going to friends of yours, you know, and saying uh, you were looking for recommendations. You wanted a black woman. Mm -hmm. uh, so talk about what that thought process was. And I <laughs> even want to, we haven't, I, I haven't gotten any updates, you know, of course, as much as you yeah, can sure. share and want to share, but how therapy has been going and why it's so important and why you encourage people to go. Yeah. So I'm looking at the time like, God damn, but it's, Hey, we gonna have a longer episode. This, uh, <laughs> this last one. <laughs> uh, we got to, uh, it's too good. It's the season finale. Yeah. Fuck y'all. Yeah, yeah. Hey, y'all, y'all listen to everybody else for two, three hours. Motherfucker. Listen to us. Right. We'll be all right. Shit. Shit. Look, um, I don't put my, I don't put my damn phone on. Do not disturb for this. Cause uh, so, yeah. I'm in the studio. I mean, so I wanted a black woman. Like, so when I originally wanted a therapist, I was like, I want someone younger because I want someone who understands the language and understands, like, I'm not like super fucking young anymore, but I'm not old enough to be like, 
this thing called TikTok. Like, so I need I needed someone who understood like how relationships were forming, what social media had to do with that. Um, and I, I, I the first thing I knew was like I wanted somebody black because I was like I'm a black man. There's a certain experience. There's a certain culture that I live, and you know it, it's not that someone of another race can't get what I'm saying. There's just a connection there. And when we're talking about the inner workings of someone's life, it's good to have someone for me who can you can see eye to eye with and, and, and can see that. But then I wanted a woman because I was like, I don't want to hear. Two men, we're going to get together. We're going to see shit eye to eye. And there's a certain level of like. If I'm like women be tripping, the nigga might be like, yeah, you know, they kind of do. Like, I, I, I didn't want that. I didn't want that. I wanted a difference of opinion and I wanted a woman. And I was there's a point in my life where I was like and I was I started saying this. I was like, man, <clears throat> with my therapist. And then even when I went to a dermatologist, I was like, man, I'll be putting my hand. I'll be putting my life in the hands of black women and they ain't done me wrong yet. And so (laughs) I'm going to keep on rocking with that shit. I mean, I always knew that, but it was something that when I started going to therapy, I was like, yeah, like this shit makes a lot of fucking sense because also the things I was talking about in therapy were like not only personal development, but like relationships. And it's like, I want, that other side i want to hear from that i want the other side to listen to what i'm saying and be able to maybe guide and correct my thoughts and let me see things from a different angle and i think two guys sitting together we at some point we just gonna be hitting on the same wavelength where a woman's gonna see things from a way that's like eh, maybe maybe not um in terms of how it's going i think a good therapist can equip you with tools that allows you to handle things before you even get to your next session. So a lot of times I go to my sessions and I just be kicking shit. And there are times when I do have things to talk about, but the the crazy thing is I've gone so much on a regular basis that by the time I get to her, I'm, I'm in review mode. We are, we're not solving a problem. We're reviewing something. And I'm telling like, this is what I did. This is how I thought. This is what I, you know what I'm saying? Like we're like, we, we have, we have worked past the point of like figuring things out. And now in a thing of like checking in and being like this, this was going on. This was happening. Da, 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 da. And it's been dope. And um, the other thing and this is this is the big one. Like this is like the big thing for me that I've been able to do and that she's helped me. I've been able to express myself and and talk about my feelings. And, and be like this made me upset. How much of how much of that think factored into your desire for a woman therapist? Cuz that's what was it just about was it just about a woman's perspective on relationships or was it also that part right the feeling feeling like a woman's presence 
was a safer place to be more vulnerable and open. Yeah. Yeah, I think that I think that plays a part in it. You know what I'm saying? Like we I mean, if you really want to break it down, this is something we all know. You're not taught to share your feelings with other men, whether it be your dad, your mm-hmm. homeboys, your brother, whatever. Right. Like as you get older. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like as you get older, you're able to have uh, more serious conversations. Um, but I think for me and what I needed. I love I love the words you use serious, but well, well, you know, I mean, I think. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm I'm saying oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I agree. Cause, Cause it has to be it has to be that, right? It ain't finna be no it it can't just be, hey, I feel this way. It gotta be Nick, something gotta be serious. Or, or even being able to share thoughts and fears with your friend with your with your guy friends and start to be Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Start, yeah. It gotta yeah. be serious. If, if it's if it's not something serious, think why we yeah. talk about this. Um, well, I, I took it as you know we grow up talking so much bullshit that as you get older, it's just good to to start being like, hey man, like I feel this way. You know what I'm saying? Or hey man, like I think I think the thing that turns a lot of niggas around and start talking serious to one another is when people start getting in serious relationships like marriage, engagement, um, or they you know or people start. As you usually, uh, as you get older, you start to um, lose people. You know, that's for myself and others, you know, it's earlier than what you would want it to be. <clears throat> but usually it's, it's it's later in life. You start losing people. And so and then I think the other thing is losing people, like, what do you like mean? people die, like death, you know, like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You usually would like for death to come in your late thirties. Like the first time you start having close interactions with that. A lot of people it's, it's way earlier than that. Right. Which can fuck a whole lot of shit up. Um, I wasn't expecting, I wasn't expecting death until forties, fifties, like people I was close to. I wasn't. Yeah. Like, I lost my yeah. I lost my very best friend who I th- who I called and I thought who I knew was my brother to suicide. I was mm-hmm. fifteen. Like that's like that shit'll mm-hmm. fuck. Like death is such a thing that is like when it's not in your realm of thought, when it is not in your life, when it is not in your mm-hmm. world, death seems so far out that it's hard to comprehend but the minute you got to see that shit in real life like come face to face with like the the knowing of like this shit will come like your ride will come to an end uh Mm -hmm. you know that shit we all riding the same rock until we get to us i say it like this i always say like life is like a roller coaster in the sense of like when you go to Six Flags, Disney, Disney World, Magic Mountain, wherever the fuck you go, when the line is real long, you can just see the shit going and you know the line is, you know you got a long time and you spend so much time with your people where you're at in line. And it's not serious. But as you start getting closer, what happens? You start being able to hear motherfuckers getting on, getting off. You start hearing the noises of the joint going and all of a sudden you're like oh shit and then there comes a point where you get ready to make that motherfucking turn 
and you start being like, we about to get on this ride. Like to me, that is death. Death mm -hmm. is like this slow, like it's like we are all in line. <laughs> death is the roller coaster. And as you get older, mm -hmm. you start being like, we sitting in the back or all the way in the front. And uh, we're going to try to sit all the way in the front <laughs> to, to get us a few more minutes. Uh -huh. But it's like, once we got in line, you know, once you got in line back in the day, there was no, hey, I'm going to turn back around and walk all the way. No, your black ass had oh, to no. stay in line and either ride the ride or get called a bitch and walk all the way through the seats. We used to be in that Batman line for 90 minutes. Yes. And 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 that is what death. And so my thing is, as you start getting older, you start hearing the motherfucking thing going. You'd be like, oh, mm -hmm. I, I should probably take more time with the people around me and start having more conversations that mean a damn to me and the people I'm conversing with. Then that, that shit was cool when we was at the back of the line. We just walked up in this bitch. We had nothing but time. We sitting on the rails and shit. Now it's like, hey, uh, so uh, what's up? Um, the other thing was with my therapist, I, like I knew how I wanted to be in a relationship because I knew how I was in previous mm -hmm. relationships. And I was like, I got to fix it. Mm -mm. I gotta fix it <laughs> and I want a woman to help me fix it. Ladies, man, the playboy. <laughs> no trick is so I was <laughs> shout out to change it. Shout out to change your faces. Look, so classic RB. We playing look, what look, you're saying right here on old Atlanta. All right. So, yeah. So yeah. uh yeah, so that's what that's where that came from. Um and I was just like, so all those things were packaged together and I was like, all right, I need a new therapist. I had done therapy therapy before, but I was like, eh, it never really clicked with me. And, and just something in my spirit was like, black woman. And I was like, black woman. And uh, it it was the right choice. And um, there's just been so much. That's why I be, I be telling people like, bro, go to therapy. Hey, you ain't gotta have shit wrong with you. <laughs> it's like, that old mantra of like I'm depressed or I'm doing it. like nigga, you could be happy as hell. You could have just got a new promotion, a new whip. It's 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 shining 365 and a cool 73 degrees outside for you every goddamn. But you but there's go, just go. Get in the habit of going <laughs> to talk about like. The, it's, it's it's practice the more you talk about your feelings the more mm. you're able to like be able to sit with yourself get your shit off and like be and be comfortable in the shit that you're saying like and not be embarrassed that you're saying it like the easier it is when you're around other people to just casually be like yeah man like i'm i've been feeling depressed a little bit this week and people might be like what the fuck like why are you being so it's like this is how I do now. Like I'm used to being open. It's 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 easy for me to share now. Um, and it makes me feel good because I don't have to walk around holding it in. You know what I'm saying? Like I can say, uh, hey, I'm I've been feeling depressed lately. Or, you know, mm -hmm. I'm not I'm not like big depressed, but I might be little d depressed, where like I'm just kind of like mm -hmm. the it's just everything seems kind of gray. Um and just to have the permission to say it yeah, from yourself. Because I I like I also like from 
like I, I come from a, a long line of worry warts and people with anxiety. And so for people mm-hmm. who don't, I, I, I tell people all the time, like some days I'd be like, I trade a club foot for like anxiety, <laughs> for this anxiety. Cause like <laughs> mental is some shit you can't get away from. And, uh, yeah. it, it just takes a lot yeah. of work. It takes a lot of management. Um, and I say it's it's a long story about that, but the one the one part I want to focus about about anxiety is when you really have anxiety, that motherfucker will be like, you can't say nothing to nobody else, cause that shit'll make that shit extra fucked up. So you be holding it in, yeah. like, oh, right. I can't talk to nobody, like, and it's like, nah, right. you can't, and you be like, I should tell some, I should tell this nigga I'm feeling fucked up right now, and. But in your right. mind, it makes you feel like I'm being a burden. Like, if I tell somebody I'm fucked up, they're going right. to be like, oh, he's always like this. Oh, he's having a mood again. Oh, he's being fucked up. Oh, you. And, and so you just sit there, like, smiling on the outside, on the inside. You'd be like, I think I'm not breathing. I think my heart just slowed down. Ah, shit. Mm-hmm. But once, like, what therapy has done is, like, I'll be like, if I'm with somebody and, and I'm just like, I might whisper over to be like, I'm going through it right now. Like, I'm having a moment. And I'm, and it's like, and just mm-hmm. saying something is like, <sighs> like, it's a release. It's, yeah. it's a fucking release. It's a release. And therapy will let you release shit that you didn't even know you was holding on to. It will make you think about things that you didn't even know that you were thinking about. But it gets you in that mindset. That, that when people be talking about self work all the time and be posting these memes, I'd be like, "Man, y'all must." I get it, but why don't y'all? Why don't y'all <laughs> tell niggas this shit hard? This shit but, so, like this. If, if, yeah. If, what you said? What are tools? In, no, though? I'm just like if fixing yourself was easy, nigga, we all be right, and everybody would, would stop posting these fucking relationship memes. If 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 fixing yourself was now you see. Now yeah, you see what I'm saying. Yourself was that easy, <laughs> nigga. We all like, nigga. We all be married, polygamous, or whatever it is that works for us. We're our other person who feels the same way, and life is great, and we don't argue with whatever our whatever it is that works for we, us. On the next season yeah, of Old Atlanta, we would be. <laughs> yeah, we might get a little bit more yeah, into my business. We would be on fucking ten, but we not. Yeah. Because this shit is ugly and it hurts, and there are high moments and there are low moments. There are there are moments where I'm working on myself and I'm like I'm on top of the world. There are moments when I'm working on myself or just something's going on in my life and I'm not on top of the world. I think the the difference yeah. is is I have the tools when I'm low to recognize I'm low and to start working to pull myself out, and I'm not afraid to communicate that. And I think that's what f- therapy. Yeah does and should be doing for a lot of people you know what um well first of all i'm really happy to um i'm really happy to hear that i'm glad to hear things are um going well too you know jokes aside you my mm-hmm. brother i love you i'm glad that um you had water in my mouth i love you too yeah start with... saying that too to our friends that with that, that we love <laughs> oh hold on hold on hold on hold on now I don't play that gay shit. <laughs> <laughs> but look, no, of, of, of course, I, I I feel it. I know you mean it. Um, 
I and you know if you ever if you ever feeling fucked up, nigga, tell me because I'm, I'm be like, okay, nigga, let's sit yeah, down. Let's hey, we gonna hit the little Indian spot up. <laughs> right, right, right. Let's 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 uh let's 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 exactly let's sit down, nigga. Let's figure that. Let's figure this shit out together. But um, I um, I I I love therapists. I love all the therapists in my life. Um, I mean, my cousin is a therapist. I need to I need to call her. See how her she and her kids and mm-hmm. things doing. Uh, but my cousin, my cousin is a therapist. Uh, a good friend of mine is a therapist. Um, I a, a, another good friend of mine, uh, a, who I just met, who we hit it off with, therapist. Um, and at the same time, I'm like, damn, uh, the fact that humans need this, and so many humans need so much of this, um, it's like, damn, that's the world we've created. Well, now we have to. There's a whole profession dedicated to making people feel all right. And to think about how realistically there was a time that we didn't have that. And I, again, you know, I be focused on black folk. I'm looking back and I'm, I'm, and if, if I am to believe what I see in my head when I meditate, commune with the ancestors, look, burn me a little chicken foot, whatever you want to call it. I think you know what I think what? therapy was back 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 what? in the day real ass community yeah because it wasn't that you had always had a great day it wasn't that you always felt good it wasn't that you didn't always it wasn't that you didn't feel the sting of loss it wasn't that you didn't get hurt it wasn't that you were never ashamed of anything it wasn't that you didn't compare yourself to other people it wasn't that but you didn't have to suffer in it alone and you didn't have to like that's what real community does is you you feel free and you feel welcome not just free you feel welcome and even encouraged to have those conversations and i think the other thing is i'm going there you didn't you didn't got me come on it ain't just prayer, bruh. Like, God, it's like, like, I, like it, listen, it's a part of it. You know, it is you a, know we say it's in the toolbox. <laughs> it's not the only tool. This ain't a Phillips screwdriver or a flathead. Like, <laughs> you can't put that on some shit you need a wrench on. Like, I think I, like, right, I right, right. specifically thinking about a, like, a person who I knew needed to have therapy. And I remember hearing them sometimes speak and it was like the people closest in their life, like family members was like, oh, you just need to go to church. It's like, nigga, if you really want to get deep, God made this one person have these skills to be a therapist. It's God's gift Absolutely. to you, right? <laughs> It's like you prayed. He said, "Here's Shannon. I made Shannon specifically for this role. Her role is to help you. Along with me, we work together. 
<laughs> it just be like, I swear to God. Like, I think that is, you, we grew yeah. up on that, like, just go pray. And it's like, but what you going to do if what I pray for and he sends me a therapist? Because <laughs> that, that therapist is work. Now, if you, if you scratch that, uh, look, if you scratch that cash three or whatever it is, you scratch that and you get that $12 million and say, God is good. <laughs> exactly. Like, like, that is the thing, like, like, I think, and I think we talked about this, like, people moving away, away from religion. Oh, excuse me. Wait, I didn't mean to leave yeah. it hanging all the time. Oh, <laughs> I think there's a place for, I'll always say there's a place for religion or spirituality. I just think mm-hmm. for, for, for way too long, we let that be the only thing, right? And yeah. not a part of an entire package of things and giving people like the tools to use everything at their disposal right you use prayer you use therapy you use exercise like you use all these things in conjunction together and they all work to get like whether it's jesus buddha you are atheist you you know what i'm saying like you whatever you don't like you're just spiritual out the ass like whatever know that that and everything else uh is a part of it and we we gotta start letting that be a thing where people can be like you know good to go yeah make it all right for people to make it all right and do what they need to do to make it all right like like you said it's a toolbox it is that it is. There is something I want to talk about, though. I don't know. We're running over, but I think we can extend some time. We can okay. extend some time out. Season for I now. Want, I want to talk about this fucking show. Like <laughs> which this show? one? This, this show. show, the old Atlanta show. Oh yeah. We got a tight time. As a matter of fact, we go. We it, we go stop. We go. This is you and I right now. We yeah, we gonna take, take a, a pause. Let's, let's take, a, take break. a break. Let's take a break because uh let's take a break and highlight some um some some folk and then we're gonna we gonna come right back. Okay. We're gonna highlight now. And then uh no and then no, I'll drop something in. Somebody will <laughs> we'll ask somebody. Three girls in the needle. Um, <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're on our way to the finish. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm going to hand this on and then I'm going to send you a new link. All right. All right.